0: What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? You know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours, too. Let's get into it, y'all. good y'all i'm back with another episode of course i know you've already missed me it's only been a week and i have again another special guest and i'm going to allow her to introduce herself now
1: hello everybody i am rosie bonds a published writer a singer um all around entertainer i'm an actress i am whatever you need me to be
0: (laughs) perfect see most people get super super nervous when they try when they go to introduce themselves and they forget to say their accolades or whatnot so I really appreciate you you know not being a discreet about everything that you do do
1: <laughs> yes yes so I try to remember it all
0: yes that's awesome so let's get into the podcast um, I really wanted you on here at lab just for a number of reasons um, I remember the first time I heard you sing um, I think it was a video that Tamel had posted on her story Okay. And you were hitting up Tamela. I'm like, oh my God, her tone is amazing. Um, yes. and she's all like, oh yes, I know. And then Tamela always talks about you. So before I knew you, I knew only good things of you. And then Sky told me you get nothing but good things as well. So um, yes. you're probably, I would have to say, one of my favorite people to follow because your posts are usually just comedy or just some real life stuff. And I seen that Thank you had- you posted today in regards to or maybe it was last night in regards to going dutch on a first oh, man. date so oh, um, man. Uh, just talk a little bit about that and we can get
1: into some okay. more dialogue so that question it, it just fell on my my spirit like that i'll put it on my instagram because i know that it is up for um conversation i know that it's meant for me to post because I hadn't just went through it or nothing. Mm-hmm. So for it to fall on me, I said, this is for a discussion. So that's when I got on and I said, okay, hey y'all. I said, I spoke to somebody the other day and he was saying he has not been taking women out like that because he feels like women are starting to use men just to buy their dinner. just to eat and having no intentions on seeing them after that and the people are going off they're like I'm never paying for a man's first meal I'm never doing this my my opinion was that if he feels like, like, say he's been used and abused, I'm still willing to get to know somebody that's been through some things. So I'll go Dutch with him just to show, no, I'm not one of them. Let's, we could go yeah. Dutch and then you could treat next time and the next time and the next time. And then we could go Dutch again you could <laughs> eat another three times and we could do it every three or four times, but, and I'll treat a man too. So it's not a big deal to me. So when I see that some women are like, I'm not treating at all. I'm like, okay, I don't know how far that's going to get us, but some people are just really old school. And then I see the men that's like, some men are like, nah, I don't need no women to pay for their dinner. I'm going to pay. And some some men are like, yeah, that sounds good to me. We could go Dutch. Let's go. Let's do it. And some women are saying, let's not eat at all. Let's go walk in the park for free. Let me get to know you. So that's even cool. that is a good option too. I'm not knocking nobody's, you know, way that they would do it. But I was just wondering like, Hmm, that's a good point from him. Like, no, nowadays women are no, like, He's corny. He just he just an I'ma just go out with him just because he always asked me to go out. I'm gonna just go eat on him. Yeah. And I just believe that since that has happened to some men, they might want to approach it differently. Like, no, how about can we go Dutch? So I know this meal is something that we both wanted to do. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Nobody has asked me to go Dutch, but I would be okay if they did.
0: That's good. That's good. I know I was gonna comment on it. But I was like, well, I'm going to have her on the podcast. Let me just wait. Um, Because I have told my friend, they're like, I'm not so interested on the uh, going with this person. And I'm just like, well, yeah, just go. Like, it's a free meal. One. And then two, you never know. They may surprise you.
1: That's true, too. They may surprise you. Um,
0: So um, it's like, but then again, then we have like, there's this movement about women being so independent and, you know, like, and then there's the chivalry's dead. So there's some women that like they can buy their own stuff. And I feel that with some men, they get that confused with actually being a gentleman just because they want they can pay for everything doesn't necessarily mean that they want to.
1: Yes. Yes, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. So I, I respect that some people will do it. Some people won't. I absolutely would love a man to pick me up and pay. But also, I just don't mind going to touch. And I don't mind treating a man because they're also human. They like to be treated. Wait, hold on one second. Rochelle, do you have an iPhone charger? (laughs) Okay. Huh? You do? Okay. I'm going to be. charger. Okay. I think that it'll charge to iPhone because I was running around all day today. Yeah, Jesus.
0: no, no, you're good. We this happens. <laughs> this is raw and uncut.
1: <laughs> and then I could go wherever outlet is. It's okay. Everywhere I'm at my feng shui friend's house. Okay. So she is I'm gonna let her say a few words before we go at the end of the conversation. Sounds good. Yes. Okay. She sent me a charger. So I knew when it gets to 10% is I should have asked before that, but
0: it happens.
1: Where my mind works. Yes, thank you so much. I'll let you. Okay, thank you. Okay, we're on. Okay. Um, So um, so yes, I'm okay whether they pay, I pay. I mean, I'm okay going Dutch. When I get to know a guy, I'm definitely going to treat him out sometimes, just so he feel good. Especially if it's out of our norm, if he normally treats. One day, I good morning, babe we is going to have breakfast, then we is get massages. Like, yeah. because once you do that, if they are already the one that always does it, once you do that, it just makes them want to do more.
0: Yeah, very, very true.
1: You know, it just makes her feel like, damn, she appreciate me. She's grateful for me. I, I like that. But it's okay. It's all good. They feel human.
0: Yeah, perfect. So I do want to get into the question with everything that's happened last year with the pandemic. You put out a project... Yes. Um That is. Let me get this right. I can't sing with my mask on. Am I right?
1: Yes. yes. Absolutely.
0: And um, there's like. I can't sing. And what made you come up with the concept of that? And how has the whole pandemic and the racial injustice been for you with releasing music?
1: So that I definitely did it because I've seen a lot of interviews with um, um was it Nina Simone. I think it's Nina Simone, and to, and somebody else said it, where they were like, as artists, we are supposed to stamp what times we're in with our music. So with our music, whoever's coming in the future is supposed to know what times we were in when we made that music, like Marvin Gaye I did was it. I
0: literally just thinking did.
1: that. Yes. So I, I knew that because we were going through something so heavy and so new to everybody. I'm like let me stamp these times. So I just wrote it um you know with with some other people's truths, cause I wasn't in a relationship when it happened. But one of the songs that I wrote was Quarantine Love. So we are quarantined in the house. So this is that test. This is that we doing this so we ain't making it. Um, this is that type of thing. And so while we're in here, let's just make fun of this house. Let's use all of the walls in here. Let's just explore each other's minds and get to know each other better. Let's protect each other. Because I even said, we got a rifle in here in case something go down. They was talking about people breaking in and taking stuff and everything. So I just tried to touch on everything, like um, just melodically telling a story. And so that's how that happened. So Quarantine Love, when I was recording that, I was on live. And people kept saying... Where's your mask? Where's your mask? I'm like, I'm at the studio. How am I going to sing the song with my mask? Then after a few people asked, I said, I can't sing with my mask on. And that's what I'm going to name the album. Because y'all keep asking me retarded questions. It was when it was, it was the height of COVID. So this one studio was Almost one of the only ones taking people. So when he was like, "Yeah, I'll take you," I'm like, "Bet." So because it was the height of the fear and COVID and all of that, people was like, "Where's your mask? Where's your mask?" And I just was like, "I can't sing with my mask on." And so I named the album that.
0: That's amazing. I'm gonna play a song off of the album right now. It's one of my favorites. It's called "Okay Another Chance."
1: Oh, I love that song. And
0: we're gonna get into it. Oh man,
1: love that song.
0: I'm going to play it right now Then we can talk about it after
1: Okay I'm giving you another chance It don't matter
2: what nobody says Now ready to forgive Heard your apology Loud and clear Been long enough Get you you all back here Don't worry boy Cause everything the same way
0: Tell us a little bit about that song.
1: So I'm giving you another chance. It's just that real raw honesty about how women feel. Once we say, get out, I'm done. And this, and this, and that. And then especially if the offense wasn't that bad, once they're going, you're sitting there like, please come home. I'm going to take your clothes back off eBay. I'm going (laughs) to put your favorite food in the freezer. Um, um, I, I the, the the um. What else I say? I took your clothes back down off eBay. Oh, you can have the same side of the bed for so you sleeping. Mm-hmm. The fridge packed with your favorite foods, freezing. Come home, and so it's just about when women decide I'm done with you, and then tomorrow they decide I'm not. So just come home, and then we could just talk about it later.
0: Yeah, I remember I seen. I want to say was it yesterday or the other day? Um. On Shade Room or Hollywood Unlocked, how this girl was saying that her her friends her friend I guess broke up with her dude and they got onto a call call with a group of girlfriends or whatever and they're talking all this mess about him, and just trying to make her feel better and then the very next day she back with him. Um, Do you? I've seen that. Yeah. Do you ever have that that thing like when you're like for me personally. Um, I try not to bash nobody's man or nobody's girl because I try not to get involved because when I do, you're going to end up back with them. And it's like, and I'm still mad. You might be over it, but I'm still mad at the
1: person. Yes. Yes, yes, I have learned that people are going to do what they want to do, right? So I don't judge them at all. I'm not going to have a bash party with them. I will console them but I'm not bashing with them because that's their thing. They're going through something. Let them bash their lover because a lot of times they get back together. Um, If it is domestic, like physical domestic, I, if they keep going back, I remove myself from a friendship. Mm -hmm. I cannot watch that. I cannot witness it and I cannot allow you to keep dumping it on me, especially without change. So if nobody's getting therapy, Y'all need to break up. And if the breakup is not happening and you're just stuck and you have people like myself surrounding you and other people, good, wholesome people, but you just rather be stuck, I remove myself. I can't watch that. It's damaging and it lowers everyone's vibration.
0: No, totally so true.
1: I will I'm not going to bash nobody's lover because they get back and then they're like, well, why are you talking about his skin? Well, girl, I thought we were talking about everything about him. And <laughs> so it's like, I'm not even bashing because people get back together. Um, and the only thing that's like off limits for me is physical domestics. Um, that's when I will even remove myself as a friend because mm-hmm. we're not going to sit there with your better face acting like we talking about starbucks yeah and so i remove my i will remove myself
0: that's good, that's good. yeah i just had um, a podcast last week with um well a few weeks ago in regards to depression and how it it really does uh affect people just this whole pandemic and a whole and you know just your health and i know a few months back you had a health scare um and i know that you had posted about it and it was something uh really really seriously and it's like uh, i believe it was they call it the silent killer if i'm not mistaken
1: yes they do call it the the silent killer yes
0: and can you talk yeah. about it give give some awareness for people that you know don't really they may yes. have some similar symptoms but don't realize what it is
1: Absolutely. So, mine was a pulmonary embolism and a deep vein thrombosis. So, for pulmonary embolism, and people, you can't take this lightly. If you just are breathing heavier than normal or you just can't even do the things you normally do, just go get checked out. If your leg is swollen and you, you ain't spring an ankle or anything, even if you did, just go get checked out cause, because um, I had drove from Atlanta to Philadelphia last year. Um, when I drove from Atlanta to Philadelphia, it was me and Tamil. We only stopped for the bathroom. We did no exercising, no taking breaks. We stopped, went to the bathroom, get back in the car, ride. Um, and so when I got home, I did notice I was short of breath, but I have bronchitis. So I'm like, this must be the worst flare up I've ever had. Mm -hmm. So I'm still functioning. I do a lot of deep breathing every day just for nothing because I, I swim and I, um, sing. So they both require a lot of deep breathing. So I do that every day. Even if I'm getting a little anxious, I just Breathe deep, whatever, whatever. So if even if I was breathing heavy or feeling funny, I'll do some deep breathing. It'll throw put everything back in alignment, right? So I'm doing, I'm going through this for a month. I'm like, this is the worst my bronchitis has ever been. And then one day we drive to Maryland, I feel like I'ma pass out. My ankle is swollen. I said, cheers, we gotta go to the emergency room. We go to the emergency room. They look at my ankle, but they was worried about the deep breaths. The um, the, the shortness of breath. I'm like, no, my ankle is hurting and swollen. They mm-hmm. like, well, let us get an x-ray, then we'll check out your leg. And they said it's exactly what we thought. You have um pulmonary embolisms on both lungs. It was like seven, mm-hmm. and one was really, 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 really big. So it was just on both lungs. And that made them do an ultrasound on my left leg, which is where they found the deep vein thrombosis. It was very small. And they said, what's happening is the new small one was going to travel to my lungs, just like the rest of them. So all of them started in my leg and just kept traveling. Um, I'm super, super grateful and know that I have a lot of purpose here on earth because the, the doctor was like, I mean, one of these kill people, just one kill people sitting on the toilet doing nothing. He was like, so the fact that you're dealing with 10 and all covered all around your chest and near your heart and near everything, you are like super, a super survivor. And I'm like, wow, that is crazy. I even recorded an eight-song workout album while I had the pulmonary embolism. I was short of breath, so I had to sit down at the studio, and it took me longer than normal, but I'm like, this bronchitis got to wait. I got an album to do. It was a workout. That I did with the lady, Tiana Von Johnson. So I recorded an eight-song album in three days with these things in me. I just did not know. So if I could think, if I could go back further, I just would have, quote-unquote, what I thought was bronchitis, I just would have got my bronchitis checked out sooner instead of assuming my pump is acting crazy and the weather is flaring it up and <laughs> making up all the diagnosis that I didn't study, you know? Yeah. And with my leg, that that, since my chest wasn't hurting it was just shortness of breath my leg thank goodness my body sent pain signals that's what made me go to the emergency room that was the first day it swole and that hurt it immediately Mm -hmm. so that is what sent me to the emergency room so i'm grateful for that and while the doctor was talking to us my brother said damn i drove from atlanta to philly five years ago and then I had a blood clot in my chest, and he did. He had one. Mm. So it is, um, it is our blood that's in the family it's just Uh, like it's a precursor they called it and so they want me to stay on this medication for a lifetime I just was talking to my friend about it I don't have any side effects I would love if I didn't need it but it is saving my life all of my class are going now we got um, with the x-rays and ultrasounds they're all going I take my medicine as needed and I swim that's my preference of exercise Um, so they're going but my body is still healing I'm still short of breath doing regular stuff my leg still swell sometimes I just had it elevated Um, so the doctor said your body is healing from he said that clot was a son of a bitch Mm -hmm. he said so you will be healing for a while so my body is still re-regulating from all of the things that was taking up space that didn't belong
0: that's all. that's well I'm super grateful and thankful that you're okay. Um that's yes. really crazy. I know um blood clots run in my family as well, so it's always a good thing to to get that checked out if you feel in any Absolutely. type of way.
1: Absolutely. And just long rides. Just get out and walk. And even if you in a car with four people and only one of them are prone to blood clots, how about all four people just get out and walk? Yeah. Like you don't know what you, you don't, you actually don't know nothing. So just get out and walk. The three people shouldn't watch the blood clot person walk when we all do 19 hour drive. You know, it's just like, everybody get out, walk, move around. Let's just keep the blood flowing, you know?
0: Yeah. That's so, so, so true. So with all of the r- racial injustice and everything that's gone on, um, how, how have you been dealing with it? I mean, I know this for us as black people, it's not really anything new <laughs> um, right, yeah. but it still is I think with the George floyd killing it, it showed it in a different light, or people just seen it differently um how How right. did that affect you with you know like with everything you do have going on and everything that's gone on in this world how how' how have you dealt with that?
1: Um, I don't, I I don't, I, like, I didn't watch it. I never watched that clip because I already know if somebody died, I know what's next in the clip. You feel yeah. me? So I don't want to watch somebody die on anything besides a movie that I know is scripted. Yeah. So I don't watch any of those clips. When people send them to me, I just erase it immediately. Um, I know that we already know about it. I know that it's all different kinds of ways we could go about trying to make it a better world. It's a lot of work to do. It's a very heavy topic. Um, A lot of my family is white. You know, my uncles married white women. I have all white cousins, white and black cousins. I have a lot of white friends. So my friends are supportive of You know, me, my color, my culture. So I I don't know. I don't really know how to answer it besides it's going to take way beyond my lifetime to fix something like that. That's such a long, long, long and just like we are not we we weren't direct slaves like my great grandma may yeah. have been my great 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 grandma and then also i feel like with white people all of them weren't who their ancestors That's were true. so that's why they could get out there and march with us and they could some of them really genuinely care about that. Like they they have the, the, the black clients and black friends and black family members married black. It's like we're so intermixed that it's it's just ridiculous. So I don't really even on my Instagram, I don't touch on that topic too much because it exists. I am black, so I'm living it. But it's like if everybody's already talking about it and showing the pictures, then I'll just shed a little light while everybody works on that because I don't know how to tackle that. It's it's just so heavy. Yeah, it really is. And I don't try to avoid it, but I'm just going to shed light while people that might have some answers operate with answers and if it's something that I can help with or share on my page that's on a lighter side of things I will absolutely but everybody's already sharing the video of somebody being shot in the head with the blood on the screen it, like it's so vulgar now it is super lowering everybody's vibration and we people are becoming immune like robots so I'm not there I can't watch so I never watch any of those videos at all.
0: No, no, I totally agree. It is everywhere. Um, and I feel that we do become immune or numb. I remember years back when um, these cops had shot a dog and I was telling my friend and I was like, Dan, that was so sad. And he's like, well, they do that to humans. And I'm like, oh, I guess you do got a point. <laughs> but I, like, yeah. I don't know why, but like. I, with animals sometimes we think that it that they're defenseless or they're helpless so it, it you know it just makes you feel something but then you, you got to take a step back and think like well anything that they do to animals they do to humans too whether you're white black blue purple you know um and the world is just a a crazy place and i think that we just need to show more love for the people that we do have in our lives no matter the color of their skin or what they believe in. And I think that a lot of times that we don't like to agree to disagree and that could just be on anything, on any topic. Yeah,
1: and we need to learn how to do that because we all come from different walks of life and we're going to agree to disagree a lot yes like even like the person you were talking to that was like oh a cop shot humans Mm. all the time so why care about the dog it's like still that's even a spirit in a life yeah so that's not the response the response is wow that's horrible they need to stop shooting everything you know exactly necessary unless it's life and death and it's like we have this humans have this Thing like we're just the the ultimate everything and everything works together, and that is it is just us as humans. We just don't consider everything like equally, you know. Even if it's something we take care of, like a pet, they have spirits. They know good people. They know bad yes. people. You know they 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 got some sense about them. So it, it's just it's all sad. It's, it's all sad. Is some some people do not belong on the force. Period.
0: No, de- definitely. Um, and yeah. I believe that they need to, uh, like, I don't tell nobody's business on here, but I know that somebody that was going to apply for the police academy and I know they have anger issues and they didn't want to get anger management because that was going to show up on their police thing and they wanted to be a cop. But I'm like, so if you're uh, not going to do this, and that means there's so many other people that have underlying issues.
1: Yeah. And there's no way
0: like I feel like they need to go to this go through these trainings, whether they have yes, anger management or don't. Required. Yes.
1: Yes. Yep. And you should do it whether you have it or don't. That way we cover the same people and the insane.
0: Exactly. And
1: that's everybody's cover. I, I agree with that because that is a good point you're saying. I don't want this on my record Help. So. That's crazy. And yeah. it's, it's sad. Yeah, that's crazy. So yep, just to... I agree
0: jump into some more music i'm going to play one of your new singles um okay chess love this record
1: okay yeah so
0: i'm gonna play it and then we can I get a little pro- i gotta
1: promote chess some more i don't forget I, it's so <laughs> much trying <gonna> to promote everything
0: <laughs>
1: All right.
0: so here's chess
1: okay as long as i'm paid and my family is
2: great it ain't nothing you say that can face me
1: Just, yeah, I love that chest. record. So tell
0: us a little yeah. bit about that record.
1: So Chess is just about your family, whether it's blood or not, who is rocking with you till the end of time. And that's why I say the wolves that run with me, that pack's going to always eat, like however we can help each other, just supporting each other. Um, And it's just about, yeah, I, I am a humble person. Like as an artist, one of my friends, he is named Lachie. He he saw me at an open mic. He said, Rosie, I love you. He said, but you're just too humble. I said, lots, I'm not humble. He said, I'm telling you, you don't know your worth. You're too humble. I said, lots, I'm not too humble. I know my worth. I just put it out there gently so I could be liked. I know my worth and I know I'm a bad motherfucker. sucker, but <laughs> I just put it out there gently. I let my work be the, the ego of it all. I'm not going to be like, Durr. you know, I might compliment myself in a post or be proud of myself, but out here in the world, what I want to exude is just confidence, but not just not cockiness. So oh, I know my worth. I know I'm nice. I sit down after I write some stuff and read it and be like, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm amazing, 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 But I don't protrude that out into the world. I'm just confident about my work. But I know my work.
0: Do you think that's a Philly I, thing or how you were raised or just where you, because I mean, I feel like, um, I feel like a lot of artists, from Philly are kind of like that. There's Tamel, Jasmine Sullivan, even have Eve, Pat LaBelle, and I feel like it just, Uh, it might be just this, you know, where you guys came from.
1: Yeah, you might be right. It's like a modest, because the people you named are pretty modest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Patty LaBelle got that, what? Because I what? Because don't play with me. (laughs) out Out of all of us, she is the most sassy out mm-hmm. there but you're right the people you named are pretty modest that's so true so maybe it's a silly thing but they also say that silly people got this uh, with them like when I come in rooms they like you just got this thing and I'm like okay well I'm not sure what it is but maybe it's the air <laughs> from up there the <laughs> air from up there probably came with me but possibly you, you might be right about silly Will Smith is pretty modest but to yeah. be so huge so you might be right I never thought about it that way Will Smith is pretty modest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Perfect. Yeah, I, I definitely love that record when it came out. Um, why haven't you promoted it? Uh, what was the reason for have, that?
1: No, listen, I do promote it. But because I'm a one-man band, I have my <laughs> friends, I have a brother, I have people, but everybody is doing their own thing, too. True. I don't have a thing around me that's focused on me. So because it's by myself, it's like, okay, what's next? Okay, so like now I'm promoting the new one, but yes. I have to. And we'll play I'll that in a little. Go tonight, which you reminded me, I'll probably go tonight and say, "Hey, while you're listening to that, have you seen Chess? Mm-hmm. Click on this. Click on, uh, you know, just yeah. a little bit of." Back promotion but you could get lost in the sauce with all the different things you do it gets lost in the sauce people kind of stumble upon the last songs just because they're there and they like oh well I like that what's this what's this so that's how I get a lot of clicks from people looking at the new stuff and stumbling into old stuff
0: that makes sense so I know that yeah. you're an amazing songwriter and you are selling books that help other songwriters be able to write if I'm not mistaken Uh, tell us a little bit about that
1: okay so that's called stellar lyrics notebook and one day I was by myself where I am when I get a lot of my downloads and ideas and I'm sitting by myself and I'm writing a song and after it's written I'm looking at the page and I'm like yo, this is my own formula. I always have synonyms, some antonyms, some punchlines, some words, some unrelated words. Then I tie them in, then this, then that. And the page always set up the same down in the side of the column. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is my own formula. I should get it um, published or whatever. Mm -hmm. Called a friend, her name's Michelle Greer. And um, she's like, okay, I'll help you. And so we got together and published the notebook. I do a lot of tips that I study research that I've used as all in the front and then all in the back is worksheets for you to fill in your songs so yes I put a lot of tips in there just about daydreaming and just about being um, um, um writer's block and just about creativity and the type of rooms you should be in and just all kinds of stuff like that
0: and where can they get that book if they wanted to purchase one
1: it's on my website com.
0: Perfect, perfect, perfect. So I have these questions, these two questions that I ask everybody when they come on my show. And I always get different answers. And every time I get an answer, I'm always so amazed by the the answers that I get from the people. And I'm like, Dan, I never really thought about that. So my first question, it actually comes from a K. Michelle song um, called 10 Minutes with God. And so my question is... If you had ten minutes with God and you can ask him anything what would that one thing be
1: ooh one thing one thing I would ask him something I'm confident about so I would say am I doing this thing right
0: okay that's because no one's no one said that something that they're <laughs> confident confident about <laughs>
1: Because I'm confident I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. <clears throat> I'm confident in that because a lot of my followers are, they DM me and they say, I'm here because you help me spiritually. I learn something from your page every day. This and that. You inspired me to start my t-shirt line. You inspired me to get back in the studio. You inspired me this, this, this. this. So it's really my, the selflessness in it lets me know I'm doing it right. It's nobody saying, you inspired me to go out and blow all my money on the bins when I couldn't afford it. Everybody's talking to me and my inbox about spirituality, Mm -hmm. confidence, feeling better, very high vibrational stuff. Very high vibrational thing. So um, um, I would ask him something I'm confident about, kind of like just reassuring my confidence, like I'm doing this thing right, ain't I? And that's it.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Because
1: if I only got one question, I'm going to just start with that. Because it was a million questions. I had to write a list. <laughs> I felt that. that. I'm doing this thing right because I am um, consciously not leading anybody towards darkness. Every day, I'm consciously leading nobody towards darkness, always towards a lighter side of things. Every day we get up in the morning, we got a decision to go dark or go light. And so I'm always, I'm always promoting lightness, um, whatever you believe in. I don't bash no religion or nothing. Promoting lightness, um spirituality, whatever makes you vibrate high. That's all I'm promoting. So I would if I had one question with God, I would say, I'm doing this thing right, ain't I? It's kind of like a common question.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So the other question that I have that my friend um gave to me and I was like oh this is a good question um if you could talk to three people past present or future um what w- who would you pick and what would the the conversation be with those three people whether they're alive or not see this so that's
1: so tricky <laughs> because I't i want my- I'm going to start with who I would pick. I would want to talk to my Uncle Chester. I would want to talk to my grandma, who raised me, who passed in 2008. And I would want to talk to my father, who passed when I was four years old. And I just don't know him, you know? Yeah. But people say I smile like him, and he laughed a lot. And I think that's a beautiful part of me, that attracts people to me, you know. Um, so I would want to talk to my three closest deceased um, people, um, and then if I had other opportunities to pick people that's here, I'll be Gary V, Oprah, and uh, probably Kanye or
0: something.
1: <laughs> so I know I did six. I cheated. Yeah. But it would be it would be my father. It would be my uncle Chester who. My father who's deceased, and my
0: grandmother who's deceased. And then the conversation you would have with the, each one of them.
1: Um, the conversation with my uncle Chester would be um my the conversation with my uncle Chester would be letting him know that he's not ugly and that his disease um, disease mental. Because he was addicted to heroin for his whole life, but he never stole from the house. He never he kept a job at Tropicana Casino. So I, I would, but but I got his, I have his journals, and in his journal he say, "I feel like I'm ugly, and I feel like um, this, and I feel so this," and so my conversation with him would be reassuring them that he is a handsome, he was a handsome man. And that heroin was not, that you were still an, a, a hero. He was a hero that was on heroin, but that didn't control who he was. So that what I would reconfirm with my Uncle Chad, because you know, you won't read somebody's journal while they're alive, Normally, yeah. I got that when he passed. And I'm like, damn, I wish Pete. People have conversations with me about insecurity all the time, and I wish that he was comfortable enough to say that so I could have made him feel better while he was here. That would be, oh, that would have meant the world to me. I would have had so many things to say naturally, like, you know, you're a handsome, beautiful man, you know, Um, with my grandma, I would just say to her dang it, you were supposed to hold on because she always wanted to meet Bill Cosby.
0: Yeah.
1: And I will say to her, most importantly, she died, she died right before Obama was in office. Oh. And she said to me, she said, I know what's going to happen. That man that's running for president, they're going to kill him before they let him be in. I know you seeing it.
3: Mm-hmm. He made it
1: in and out of office. Because she swore Obama would be killed before he got into office. And then she passed before he got into office. Um, And with my father, I just would want to know just a conversation about who he is, you know, and what he he did and exactly how he passed. Because some of that is still a mystery.
0: Mm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I do want to play the new single... Before well, I do, get, talk to us about the new single and the, the different genre that you went into with, with creating this one.
1: Yes, yeah, so In Love Alone, and I subtitled it My Country Song. So years ago, um, somebody sent this song to a person at Sony, and the person responded, she reminds me of like a Diane Warren, her right And he was like, she reminds me of like a young, red Diane Warren. And I already knew about her and I liked her. Um, and I was like, damn, that's a compliment. That's, that's, that's I don't gotta hear nothing else.
4: Yeah.
2: That's,
1: I like her. Um, so, But now this is eight eight or nine years later that I'm putting this song out um, because I tried to shop it to other artists, celebrities, non celebrities, and nobody, it, it didn't hit with anybody. So I'm like, let me put my song out. You know, it was my story. It was one other writer named Shamika. And I'm like, let me just put this song out because it's about being in love alone so and I say in the lyric it's like that kind of love where you when yeah you, when your boyfriend or husband leave out for work you had black hair the couch was over here and this and that when you come home you got pink hair the couch is over there in the kitchen everything is changed rearranged you got things coming from the ceiling and he come and walk straight to the room and just kick his shoes off and get on the phone or something not acknowledging you not acknowledging nothing around not acknowledging his surroundings or having no kind of um just just not really loving you back and that's why i called it in love alone and it is the most empty feeling in the world you are better in, in love with yourself being alone than being in love alone in a relationship. That is unacceptable. I would never revisit that part of life or, and I would hope none of my friends would. So that is what this song is about. This song is to penetrate and see who it resonates with and hope, hopefully it's therapy for them. So you cry it out in the car. Let it be your favorite song, but make sure it is somewhere you don't ever want to go again.
0: Perfect. Well, I'm going to play that right now. Here is In Love Alone.
1: Yes.
2: If I kept a penny from every time you told a lie. If there was no sunlight to wake me up in the morning, and I miss my day, you'd be the one to blame. I spend almost every day with you, and still. Seems like every day you're back and forth, you're in and out. We're going down. Love shouldn't be this way. My mind's playing tricks on me. Right in.
0: go get that um, yeah. <laughs> um but there's a part important a i can't even talk an important line in the song that i really like where you say that i feel like being patient i wasted my time and i think that a lot of times people think that you know they one they fall in love with somebody's potential and they think that they yeah. will get to a place you know where they feel that they can be at but a lot of times people don't live up to their potential. So you being patient and waiting for something to change, like it may never happen. What would you say to those people that are trying to wait for the, you know, their significant other to, to eventually change or grow?
1: I would say, mm, if you're just dating, um, if you're just dating, I would date somebody who doesn't have to be your future husband or whatever to date is to just get out get a feel for the world have fun maybe you might say this guy is comfortable with his supervisor at mcdonald's job he don't want more but he make me laugh he cook his ass off he consider me maybe you feel like you want a husband that wants his own business but i would still say while you're single Date the guy that make you have fun when you out on date. You come home feeling good, and then saying, "But he don't want his own business, damn." Like, don't even just date to have fun for a while. Cause if we just have fun with it, you never know. Maybe he'll be open to something you suggest. Maybe something. I just feel like we don't have to. Back in the day, I know they dated strictly for, goddamn, I uh, what's it called when you when you um retire. Who is going to have a good pension? Who is going to be able to do this, do that? Yeah. That'll that be great. We could date for that, too. But while we're dating, women can't think every man they meet is their next husband. Yeah. W- if we get out of that, it'll be a lot of, we avoid a lot of heartbreak and trauma because it's like some of the things that we feel like a God promises, they never promise. Just because mm-hmm. they made you feel super good and they served long servings, that didn't prom—they didn't promise you nothing. They know how they was living in the moment, which is what all of us should do while we're dating, right? So then, if you—if you if you're at the point where you like, I just want to get married. I want to marry somebody that wants their own business. I to... they could do, you, you could do that, and then have your, you know, have your rules, your set in stone rules. Mm-hmm. But as far as dating for potential, I would rather date for what is right now with them. So right now, he makes me feel good. I'm dating you for that. I'm not going to date somebody who I have to take care of that make me feel good, yeah. but a self-sufficient man that just makes you feel fun and makes you feel young, and y'all both got your own money, regardless of how much it is. Y'all both take care of yourself. Just date. Instead of dating, because ooh, I think I think he gonna get promoted to the vice president of McDonald's. Now, yes, I'm gonna date him. I'm going It's like you're killing yourself making up your own storyline. Mm, yeah, just date people for the now. What's funny is they will date somebody with a million dollars that make them date so like trash because <laughs> of that. Because of that, but it's like, but people that make you feel good, you start making up all these storylines about why they don't deserve just just feel good be in that moment be grateful for that and more things that come out of it if somebody might have limited thinking about the job they're in or they might be like I like my little job if they have limited thinking but you feel good they feel good you can you could pour into them and what make them want more mm-hmm. you know you could say what did you learn at McDonald's you learned about the fryers nigga we can make our own fryers we could go get them same friars and distribute them. You know what I yeah. mean? It just take not having so much expectation on somebody else's life because we think we control people and we don't. Mm, that's
4: So, so true. I would
1: date for I date for the joy in what's now. That's exactly why I date like an adult with, with protection. But the joy right now is that thing, 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 a link. <laughs> bang, 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 <bang-a-bang>. bang. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to make life so difficult. Let's just
0: live. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, before I let you go, I do want to play one of my favorite songs by you. I feel like it's so okay. good and uplifting. Okay. And it always okay. makes me feel good. And the song is Fly. Fly. Yeah. <laughs> my
1: friend kwanda My friend Kwanda was like, I know you put fly on the album.
0: I was like, you know what? I should. And so I did. Yes, yes. I, I love this record. So I'm going to play this yeah. and then we can talk
1: about it Okay
2: um, um, yeah, um, I feel trapped Tears overflowing a thousand people, I'm just a human
0: So much it just yes. it makes you I don't know feel free. <laughs> um,
1: yes, it makes you feel free. What what um what yes, I agree.
0: So obviously it seems you wrote that from experience and from a place that Absolutely. you was and where you are now. Um
1: yes, sure.
0: What t- talk to us so, about that?
1: So I actually heard the a little bit of the concept on the Oprah episode, and it, she said something about get the mud out of your wings, and I just wrote that concept down in my notebook for me to revisit it one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do that a lot when I'm watching stuff, and somebody say one or two words, I'm like, ah, I can I can make an analogy to that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when she said that, I'm like, the mud out of my wings, flying free, like if I could just let go of the techie techie people or The person I shouldn't be around or this or that or the job, all of that could be the mud in your wings that stop you from soaring. So it is for everybody that might have anything that is preventing them from going to a higher level that stops you from soaring. Like literally, if you sit down and analyze everybody, anything that stops you from soaring, clean the mud out your wings, period.
0: I love that. I love that. I feel, and I think you say something in the song is a uh, in the beginning, the first verse about um, not basically trying to be anybody else.
3: And yeah. I feel that
0: a lot of times we do see other people's accomplishments and think that okay, well, if I'm not doing this, then that means I'm not successful.
1: Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh
0: man. like people struggle with that. I remember I said I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I said it a while ago that I like. I feel like we try to weigh ourselves on somebody else's timeline or somebody yes. else's scale um, and it's yes. not going to weigh the same like just and because ever, you do this.
1: Never, never going to weigh the same ever. Somebody sent me a video earlier and the woman said there is no other woman I'd rather be but me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what issues I'm always working on what i would want to be better if i came back next lifetime i would want to be me i mm-hmm. wouldn't want to be a soul different like nobody different and it is so much comfort and being that comfortable in your skin oh my gosh it is really freeing it's nobody i'd rather be than me i don't compare myself i cannot compare myself to people everybody's journey is different even if you're in the same exact career yeah you know even if At a desk next to another broker, and y'all have the same exact job at the same exact building, it's still going to be a completely different finish line, a completely different. Elevation, everything is going to be different. So I don't compare. I don't have that issue when I see somebody with something very nice on there. I'm like, that is nice. That is beautiful. I would have never got it. But I don't want to <laughs> put that in my face. but it's beautiful, and I celebrate them and their enjoyment. You know? Yeah. So I'm so comfortable with my. I don't want to be anybody else. Everything that's mine is here and coming. So I don't have that issue, and that comfort is, and it exudes off of you. You can't fake that. That's like, so people true. know when you want to be somebody else, people know when you're faking, people know I, it's all real, homegrown with my grandmom vibrations from me. I'm I feel that, cool. now, yeah.
0: I remember, um, Michelle Williams had an interview with somebody, I don't remember who, and they were asking her about if she wanted to have the level of like, success as Beyonce. And I remember her saying that she was successful in her own right and she wouldn't want to be as successful as Beyonce for the simple fact that she can still go outside the house and do normal things. She's not going to get hounded. She can go to the grocery <laughs> store buy her own groceries where Beyonce is not able to do those same luxury things just to be, be human and normal anymore because she's getting bothered
1: by people. Yes, everybody is different. Outcomes, and once you are okay with yours, the world would be a better place.
0: Most definitely, there wouldn't
1: be envy and bashing and judging and all kinds of things. And if everybody was okay with themselves, there would be complete harmony.
0: So true. Well, I do want to yes. thank you. So- So, 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 so much for joining me on the podcast, Create Your Own Story with Toro Garnett. Um, And before you go, please um, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can get your music, your book, and anything else that you have coming up next.
1: Yeah, so everything... Well, I have Instagram, I have Twitter, everything is Rosie Bonds. And so now I finally have a website that my feng shui consultant friend was like, get it. Um, So that's www.rosiebonds.com. So everything is right under that umbrella also, but it'll it'll have a page where you could click on, you know, everything to find it. Music is on all streaming platforms. Um, So you can find that everywhere. The video is on YouTube. um, So you can find that easily. Um, And before I go, I wanted just my friend Rochelle just to say two minutes about what feng shui is and why it's important. Okay,
2: Rochelle, could you come here for a second?
1: This is my friend Terrell. And this is his podcast. And I just wanted you to give a 60 second or two minute <laughs> read um, about what feng shui is and why it's important.
3: Holy moly. Hi. Hi, how are you? That's <laughs> uh, 60 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm just like really. Okay, so feng shui actually changes the energy of your environment. And when your environment is physically changed, then your body responds differently. It's sort of like I I equate it to like people who drink alcohol or do drugs. They change their physiology, which thereby changes their brain, right? Yes. How they think things and how they... So it's when your physiology is changed by your physical environment, your brain is also changed. So how you see the world changes, but dependent on your physical environment, right? Because your body chemistry changes. So feng shui is really all about this technology using compass directions and land formation and how energy flows, or the Chinese call it qi flows inside your physical environment, and then how it impacts your physical body. So when your physical body's changed, then your brain changes and your life just changes. So one of my clients said to me, it's like magic. I said, well, it is like magic, but if you took your cell phone out in the middle of, you know, outback of Australia, and you could get a cell, a cell signal, then you would tell somebody... You know, here's a, a person in here. They would say it's magic too because they don't understand the technology. That's true. And if we're introduced to um, a technology slowly like we have been with cell phones, we accept it. That's but true. But feng shui, yeah, and feng shui is 5,000 years old. So it's very much accepted in Asia. It's just in the West here, we kind of still think about it like, like magic. You got it? So the importance of using it is it actually just changes your outlook on life. I, I have clients who say to me, it's like... Um, like they had blinders on before. And then after they do feng shui, the blinders are removed. And they see opportunities that were sitting there the whole time. They just didn't recognize them because they were too busy just trying to get one, you know, one foot in front of the other get through the day. So it's like when the blinders are gone, then suddenly they see everything. People's lives change. Uh, um, oftentimes, uh, most of my clients are women. Um, they see that you know they get a relationship. Or a, uh, a new job opportunity. Things like that happened to be. It just like it's been sitting there the whole time. They yeah. just weren't really seeing it. They weren't seeing that they had the ability to apply for that job. They had the ability to tra- attract in somebody of the opposite sex that was more in line with what they really wanted out of life. Oh,
4: that's amazing. So that's just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and do you have a website or something that someone can reach out to you on?
3: Yeah, it's uh, feng shui technology.com. So that's F-E-N-G-S-H-U-I-T-E-C-H-N-O-L-O-G-Y, feng technology.com Perfect. There's lots of information. My website is very information heavy.
0: Perfect. Thank you there. so much.
3: Well, thank you so much. <laughs> you have a great evening.
1: You, do, you as well.
3: <laughs>
1: thank you. So, yeah. So that's a, that's life for me, hanging with some cool folks. That's really the that cool. out You know, that's what it's all about, just dowsing yourself and more knowledge and hanging around people that's on the same vibration to me this is a night at the club getting drunk off of knowledge i feel that how i rock man
0: (laughs) i feel that i love that i love that i'm not a huge drinker either so anytime i I, and i find it hard not hard but people always want to go out and drink and I'm like that's just really not my vibe like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's other things we could do so yeah so that's what I like to do I with my friends that got the brain on their shoulder and my creative friends it, that's what life is about everything else is for everybody else yes because the, the music I made I need those party goers to keep partying I feel party that on- OK, it's the lane for everybody. This is just mine, like nice, quiet places and learning. That's
4: awesome.
0: So you just released yeah. the song. Um, is there anything else that's that, um, up that we should be looking out for, I should say?
1: So the song um, is released. So the video is released. Um, the next thing is I had a nice part on this um, show with, a, um, with the Instagram celebrity, a big celebrity. But I can't talk about nothing yet. So I'll let you know when it drops, so you can say, "Remember, she said." Yes. And then about that. Yeah, I had a um a nice part on the show um as a character.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Mm-hmm. Well, congrats on that. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Well, thank yes. you so much again for joining us on the podcast and kind of telling your story yes. and just uh listening to some of your good tunes. So. Yes,
1: and you're so good. This was a good interview.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. So I'm gonna play the outro music and I noticed that I never do this y'all and I was just brought to my attention recently but y'all can follow me too at Terrell Garnett underscore that's T-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-A-R-N-E-T-T and you can follow me on the new Instagram page for create your own story that's great right. it's a I just changed the name for it it's going to be C-Y-O story C-Y-O story So you can follow that on Instagram and we are out. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of create your own story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.